Hello, and we have a lust for life on this episode of 90s Tunes with Avery and Lena. <laughs> you do not seem impressed by that intro. I think we're having a perfect day today. I don't get it. <laughs> so do you want to introduce the album since you picked this album? Yes, so I chose the Train Spotting soundtrack. Volume one, I guess, because there were two volumes, which I just learned. I just learned that, too, because I looked up the soundtrack. Yes. Well, I looked it up before. We listened to it several times. Mm-hmm. So what were your first impressions of listening to the album? My very first impression, I was like, oh, this is boring. Uh-huh. And then I learned something. Uh-huh. I have to be in the right mood. Okay. And I remembered something. Uh-huh. That when I owned this album back in the 90s, I used to pick and choose the songs and just jump around, yeah. jump around. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was in the right mood, like that, just the right mood, and I loved it. But the first time, I didn't. And I will tell you why I didn't like it as well. It had to do with timing. Okay. We had listened to Space Hog last week. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of boring after a while. It was. And this kind of had the same vibe, and there's several reasons for that, which we'll get into. But I felt like this is the vibe that Space Hog was missing. Yeah, I like, could see that. It was like they were trying to emulate that, although it might have came out before this. But this, well, some of these songs were older than 19. When was it released? 96? 1996. It had yeah. two different releases. It was released in the UK in February of 96, and in July... 9th of 96 it was released in the u.s so i'm assuming it in the u.s release it's probably the same as the canada release as well i wonder if there were two different release dates for the movie as well but i'm not sure yeah i don't know i didn't look it up i'm just theorizing questions now yeah (laughs) with a computer in front of you i think it is the part with doing research so like i get one thing and then i just go down a rabbit hole of other things and You do how you want to do research, (laughs) otherwise you won't enjoy it. It's not like we're writing PhDs or thesis. I've never wrote one. Well, I've never written a PhD because you don't, but I've never written a thesis for a PhD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway. When you first said this album, I was thinking, I didn't know any songs off of it. And then you said Iggy Pop, and then then it clicked Lust for Life. And I really liked Lust for Life. Yes. And that's the first song that came to my head. And that's the only one I remembered. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I thought it was a great song. And great so opener. I was, and I thought I was going to be really excited for the rest of the album. And as we were listening, I don't enjoy that type of music so much. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed some of the songs on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked, I like Atomic. I thought that was a good song. Yep. And I like Sing, and I like Perfect Day as well. Oh, I'm surprised by that. And the techno-y songs, I I didn't enjoy too much. They just didn't really do it for me. And maybe maybe I just have to be in that right mind, like drunk playing video games. I don't know. Or if it's in the background and I'm not intently listening to it, it'd be all right. I could see it almost at a party in the background where there's chatter and stuff for you. um, What I really enjoyed and which I've been learning that I like to do or relearning is just listen to the album. Headphones on. Like last week I sat in the hammock. Mm -hmm. Today I sat 
listen to it with the headphones in the back room, sun shining in, and just, it's good for that, like mellow. But it's not a good background to Dr. Mario. <laughs> and I think we've said this before. We play Dr. Mario and listen to these albums a lot. Together, yes. Yeah. But I do think this is a have to be in the right mood album. And even when I owned it, I remember, like I forgot that. And mm-hmm. I remember that one, sometimes I pick, picked and chose. Did I say choosed before? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and But I have to be in the right mood for it, which I think is fine. You have, like, you're not in the right mood for everything, so... But like I mm-hmm. said, and the first time we listened to it, which was right after recording, I was not in the mood for it. Okay, yeah. yeah. But we listened to it. Like once we recorded last week's album or podcast, podcast not album, yeah. we uh, went right into this. Yes. And, and I think I went in, I think that I had thought this while listening to Space Hogs somewhere in my subconscious that they're kind of, there's a little bit of a similarity in what I think Space Hog was trying to do with some of their songs. Okay, yeah. And a lot could be that they were inspired by David Bowie. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was I didn't know David Bowie r- helped write Lust for Life. Not just that. He helped produce Nightclubbing on this by Iggy Pop. Okay. And I think he also helped Lou Reed with Perfect Day. He was actually on the keyboards. Mm. And he was... He produced nightclubbing, and he was on the, um, he co-wrote Lust for Life, and I think he was on the piano on it. Okay. Yeah, so there is that David Bowie thumb on some of these songs, (laughs) hand in some of it. Fingerprint. Yes, and Space Hog. I don't like, I'm not just trying to compare the two, but we're Bowie inspired, so. Okay. Yeah. But what did you think of the album? Um, I think I already said it. Like there were some ups and downs. It didn't. I think if you're wanting to listen to this type of music, it'd be all ups. But yeah. for me, I and and I thought some of the songs on it. Like I thought I didn't realize that Blur and Pulp had different other songs. Yeah. Like when <laughs> I when I think Pulp, I just think Common People, and when yes. I think of Blur, I think of just Song Two. Song two. And yes, they obviously have more than those two songs. Because I used to have a Pulp album, and I did not enjoy it. And maybe I'll enjoy it more if we do it on a future episode. I also listened, and I mean, it's called Mile End by Pulp. And my whole life, or at least since 1996 or whenever I got this album, even though it's called Mile End, somehow that eluded me. And I thought they were always saying, and it's my life. They talk about what shitty conditions are in. They say about <laughs> it's Mile End, which I think is the name of the place they lived in. I'm not sure. But I always thought, and it's my life. And I took that as like a great, like, yeah, things are shitty, but it's my life and I'll own it and make the best of it. But no, they're not saying my life. So now I don't know. I don't know what to make of that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like that song, actually. I also discovered, well, rediscovered. I had a CD and I forgot who it was. And I thought it was Republica. That wasn't quite right. Oh, the connection? It was, the connection is It made? was Elastica. Oh, and that okay. is connection. You're right. That is connection. But I forgot the name of that band and I couldn't find it for years. But they're on this and it's Elastica. But you're right with connection because I wrote and I remember loving their CD. But I just, <laughs> it eluded me what that CD was for a dozen years now, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought there was some great things. Like, 
Oh, and talking about not hearing lyrics correctly, until I bought this CD, I actually thought I didn't understand. He was saying Lust for Life, and I didn't understand the song. And what I thought he was saying, which is how I still sing it for fun, is Lunchboard Line. (laughs) 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 Which I kind of thought was a lineup for food on a cruise ship, but I don't know. I I thought he was singing Lunchboard Line. (laughs) And still liked the song, but Lust for Life, better lyrics. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I forgot to mention with the collab with uh, Bowie, mm-hmm. Brian Eno, who what, um, was Deep Blue Day, that song, he also was known to collaborate with Bowie before. So okay. that's, he describes himself as a non-musician. Musician. <laughs> Brian Eno. He makes ambient music from what I've... Uh, understood and actually this song and there were a couple that kind of reminded me of meditation music sometimes you get meditation music and they're like it's at this however many frequencies like megahertz or whatever i generally do guided meditation but sometimes i'll choose music and some of the songs kind of reminded me of that so i could really see like mellowing out to this Mm -hmm. like and even a lot of people when i read comments on the videos said Oh, and I heard the song, I got out and got high to this right away, or I got high to this, or I remember getting high, or this reminds me of being high, or I'm not really a druggie, but I could see that kind of feeling to this album too, except for the one song. Um, let me find what it is. Oh, um, Underworld by Born Slippy. Okay. A lot of people think it's about getting high, but it's actually about um, alcoholism. And he wanted, and it was actually a, cry for help not praising alcoholism and when he wanted to do it all in one take and (laughs) so if he forgot the words he would say lager 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 (laughs) remember i don't know if you caught that song but when he forgot that's what he said but then fans started lifting up the cans of lager at concerts when he'd say that and he was like oh it's not meant to glorify drinking it's the opposite (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of funny but i could see that it's an underrated song in the on this cd i'd say okay this song but that's just me you went way more in depth in this whole cd than oh i I look up every song i try to the last song the creepy circus song Uh uh-huh i liked that vibe and i hated that vibe it put me on edge (laughs) just thought i'd uh (laughs) just thought i'd mention that and i also read a comment and someone's like i want this song at my funeral i'm like it's a creepy carnival song is my (laughs) vibe that's what i hear when i hear it (laughs) but yeah what are some other standout songs for you? You said Blur, Pulp, um, any other? No, not really. Like, you went way more in depth than I did because I, I did listen to the album, what, three, four times? And, and I, I just had a hard time getting into it. Okay. Um, unlike uh, other albums we listen to, like, there's always going to be a song that you might not like. But yeah. I just, it wasn't flowing for me, so I didn't enjoy it that much. Not saying that's a bad album. It's just not something I enjoy too much. I do wonder if it could be mixed a little differently, but I wonder if it comes in the where like where it showed up in the movie or something. And that's something that we didn't explore this time because we didn't watch the movie. No, I didn't want to watch the movie. Have okay. you seen Train Spotting? I probably have seen it way back in the 90s but i don't really remember it 
Yeah. I I never remember movies, really. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen it at least once. I think tw- at least twice I know I've seen this movie. And I still kind of forget, but I remember really liking it. Okay. But I remember it making me feel uncomfortable. All the drug use, their clothes were uncomfortable, their surroundings were shoddy. And that was part of it, I think. Mm-hmm. But I also... Somewhere along the way, there were so many drug movies, and I think Train Spotting might have been near the first of this, that it became really boring to me. Like Requiem for a Dream? I really have to pronounce that word because requiem? I have a Requiem? Yeah. I'll do um, it for you. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't enjoy that movie. It was just too druggy for me. And Fear and Loathing became a, in Las Vegas mm-hmm. became a little much, and there were like, just like... People getting high and that being almost glorified, even if it wasn't the message of the movie, because this I don't think that's necessarily the message, but people took it as liking that mm-hmm. as a glorification. It just became very boring to me. But even and I didn't want to look back and lose. I didn't want to see if the movie held up because I really liked it and I would just want to <laughs> leave it there. Yeah. Unless it showed up on like TV one day when we're watching or whatever. But that's why I'd, I didn't, I intentionally didn't want to. Okay. And I didn't even bring up the subject of watching it, so. Yeah. I really remember just the pl- when he's diving through the toilet and that making me very uncomfortable back in the day. Do you yeah, see, I don't me? remember that, so maybe I maybe I would have blocked that out of my memory anyway. It seems like I... something you might have. You might have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to go back. I'm surprised. I didn't really think you liked Lou Reed, or do you just like this song, or am I wrong in this? No, I like sitting on a dock of the bay. I don't think that's Lou Reed, is it? I thought that was Otis Redding. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. Lou maybe Reed I... is like Walk on the Wild Side. Oh, yeah. I like this that song. Is... Okay. Velvet Underground, Ground, Sweet Jane. Do you know that song? I don't know if I know that song. Okay. Does it hold up? For it to hold up, I I think it does. But you wouldn't have listened to it back then. Yeah. I, I don't right? think I listened to too much of it. But if somebody put this on at a party, I think... Oh, hey, it's fine. I, well, I'd flash back to like the very first song, but yeah. if er, if all the other songs besides Less for Life came up, I'd be like, oh, who's this or what's that? I think, so that for me would hold up. And I didn't realize Less for Life was written in the 70s either. Oh, okay. Yeah. It kind of made a resurgence. Yeah. A lot of the songs were a little, or some of the songs were a little bit older. I think Perfect Day was um, nightclubbing. Mm-hmm. I even think New Order might have been a little bit from the 80s. Maybe. Probably, because they were more of a... I didn't actually realize that New Order used to be Joy Division. Oh. The lead singer, I could be a little wrong, uh, committed suicide, and then they re- they reformed okay. and became okay. New Order. But I, I learned to that, because I knew... I just went down, I'm like, I know some New Order songs, and I couldn't think yeah. of them, and I had to see, and then I came across that, so. Yeah. So does it hold up for you, then? Yes. And it is very 90s vibe, but, like, it, I didn't listen to a lot of electronic music. This was kind of the odd one in my in my CD collection that I would take out in the right mm-hmm. mood. And it does hold up. It It holds up. Yeah, maybe even, I don't know about better, but it holds up. I, I think if this so- this movie was made today, these songs would fit in perfectly for it. Yeah, I could see that too. Uh, there is a Train Spotting 2, which I didn't watch. Yeah, I, I did read s- the book, I don't remember. Oh, okay, um, I haven't seen it, so. 
Yeah, so, but I didn't really care to see the second one because, like I said, after a while along the way, I learned I didn't really like movies about drugs. Yeah. (laughs) And that makes me seem like a bit of a prude. It's not that. It just, I got, it just became a tired trope. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And that's why I didn't want to rewatch this to just, although I'd say this was one of the the first ones in my mind that I could really remember seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a little bit of facts here. It was number 17 on Vanity Fair's, um, or sorry, it was number 17 on Entertainment Weekly's Top 100 Best Movie Soundtracks. I thought, do you know what? I'm not trying to contradict you, but I read that too, and I did think it was Vanity Fair, but maybe I misread that. They said one, it was on a couple of lists, but 17 was the highest, but it was U.S. Weekly? No, in Vanity Fair magazine, it ranked it, the original train train spotting soundtrack as the seventh best motion motion picture soundtrack in history. Okay. So there's two different lists. Yeah, but, yeah. But I looked at the top one hundred and I was like, Oh, if this is number seventeen, like what's number one? I kinda was gonna look there, but I didn't want it to cloud my I did. Choices coming up. But yeah, what's number one? It's not Titanic, is it? No. Okay. A hard day's night. Uh, okay. Lou Reed Did, also hated the Beatles. Just thought I'd tell you that. Right. <laughs> I think this list is absolutely horrible. Okay. What else is kind of up there? The Sound of Music is People number two. People do love that. I can yeah. see that even. Saturday Night Fever, number oh. three. West Side Story, The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. I mean, I know the songs. I'm not... <laughs> now, when I'm what thinking is... these types... Like, The Godfather? I don't remember anything off The Godfather no, soundtrack. No, it's just like musical stuff. Yeah. Like... The Graduate? Like Mrs. Uh, Robinson. Yeah. Um, maybe Purple Rain? That makes sense. A but, lot of those were kind of musicals to start, as opposed to... Yeah. But 2001, A Space Odyssey? Again, I don't remember... Yeah, there was like the big... Like I, I'd have song. to go back and listen to it. I can't picture it, but I can. I do know the song. Like yeah, them. yeah, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff here. And I, I mean, know this is off track, but Star Wars is like number twenty six. Huh? Yeah, they were more like scores. Yeah. Than soundtracks of mm-hmm. music. Yeah. I was just gonna say Blondie's number one hit in the UK was Atomic. Okay. And this is a cover of At- Atomic. I don't know if you realize that. Mm-hmm. But they sound very similar <laughs> when I, when I listen ahead. to Blondies, which is surprising. That's number one. But anyway, I just uh, I forgot to throw out that fact, and we were talking about where things <laughs> hits and charts and yeah, yeah. But it also was platinum in Canada. Platinum. So uh, that sold over a hundred thousand copies. Hmm. And I had one of them. So exactly, you're welcome. Train spotting. <laughs> What possessed you to buy it? Like, do you know why you bought it or? I don't remember. <laughs> it's probably from Columbia House. <laughs> um, I want to say I saw the movie and liked it. Okay. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't really remember. And maybe I just wanted something different to try. Maybe. You know. But that's all I have about this album. I have nothing else. Yeah, I... Uh... I think on the right day, I will be listening to this a little more. See, I'd probably listen to Iggy Pop again. And yeah. I, actually, I'll probably go back and listen to some Iggy Pop albums. I actually thought he was British. 
I did. (laughs) Just like maybe based on this, maybe Maybe. just because it almost sounds like he's speaking in a British accent on Lust for Life. Maybe. But I don't know. I just think he was British. But But it could have been that David Bowie influence influence as well. Yeah. I also think I forget most of the names of the songs. And after this, I'll forget the names of the songs, which is unfortunate because I like to listen to Google and just listen to one song at a time. Mm -hmm. And I like often will just listen to one song and then I think of a song and I think of a song and I ask Google to play it. So I'll forget a lot of these songs, the names of these songs, but I won't forget the songs. But but yeah. Okay. Uh, but what is it? So Lust for Life, your favorite song? Oh, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, for me, it's a toss up. I might. Uh, Perfect Day might be my favorite one. Okay. Uh, yeah. You didn't ask, but I'm telling you that. <laughs> Although, and I wrote down, is this my favorite song? I don't know. I don't know what my favorite song is, but I'm going to go. But I did really like nightclubbing as well. Yeah. Just in case. I just had to put my two cents in, let you know what my thoughts were and anyone listening. Just like let you know that you didn't ask me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm excited. Are we done talking about this? Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for your choice for a while. Give me a second. I wrote down on a piece of paper just to see. I won't tell you if I was wrong because I just. I just want want you to tell me what you think I was going to pick. Because you say. I want you to tell me what you chose, and then I will show you what I thought. No, you I want. It's see. written down with a circle <laughs> on it. I can't fake it. See, I, I thought about doing something way outside the box. Yep. Of like a, I was going to say I thought about doing ABBA, or oh. not ABBA, but um, because that's the seventies. But oh, oh, I saw the sign. Ace yeah. of Base. Yes, yes, I thought about doing Ace. Your of Your brother's first CD. Yes. You told me. Yes. And I thought about doing that, and then I was like. Do I really want to do that? No. Yeah, you could have. And then I thought maybe Weird Al because I really like yeah, Weird Al. Yeah, because you love Weird Al. If you wrote this down, I'd be very, very surprised. Okay. And I didn't do it because last week I had three albums ready to go. Okay. And I don't want to tell you No, my because you might choose them another time. Yeah. I will choose yeah, them yeah. another time. And But I'm going with Rob Zombie, oh. Hellbelly Deluxe. No. And I thought because you said I would never guess... Oh, no, I'd never do that. (laughs) I might. I'm not even going to tell you guys. Can I tell them? (laughs) I didn't know if you'd go for it ever or let me do that. If it would seem like I was just kicking you in the teeth, but I wanted to like read. Anyway. No, I'm not going to go there. But Should I tell them what I thought? You can tell them. I thought it was going to be Nickelback because you hate Nickelback. I don't know. That's why I wanted to do Nickelback. But we. I was talking about Nickelback a couple weeks ago. Do you know what? Save these thoughts because right. I might choose Nickelback at right. some point. It's not coming up anytime soon. If Because I think hate is a little bit too strong for Nickelback. And I have thoughts. I have so thoughts on that's it. That's why I want to do them at yeah. some point. But it's not coming for a while. I have a lot more. <laughs> so which one? Rob Zombie. Yes. His first solo album. Okay. And What's the name of it again? Hellbelly Deluxe. Hellbelly Deluxe. Yeah. I'm writing it down. I know some Rob Zombie, but I might not know the name of. Once we play some of the songs. Yeah, I after know. This, I probably know some songs, but I probably don't yeah. know the name of the album. You'll like probably, yeah, you'll recognize at least three songs off the album. Yeah. Because of the big three singles off of it. Which we'll talk about next week. Yeah. 
but I've listened to this. I haven't listened to this in years. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it again. Nice. Awesome. And until that time. Keep on listening.